alcohol. Welcome to this. This is a JoJo's reference, episode twenty. I'm Dave. I can also almost drink alcohol. What is that? I'm Diana, and what is that supposed to mean? I don't know. It's because we're almost twenty-one. Yeah, if you have a non-linear uh, look at time. No, it's just linear. It's lin- well, yeah, if you have a linear. If you look at time, if you look at time through the rearview mirror. We're almost 21. Um, <laughs> My name's Dave. So we started out... I'm the master of <laughs> metaphors. I'm Diana, and also with us here we have Yoshikage Kira, who just wants to live quietly, part one. My name is... He's not here. My name is Yoshikage <laughs> Kira, I'm 33 years old. <laughs> this is single, I work as a um, sales clerk at a department store. This fucking guy, man. Hey, real quick, can we just make that whole yeah. speech the title? What What are like the character limits on titles? Uh, yes. Cool. There's a limit, and it's over it. Damn it. <laughs> anyway. So, um, episode twenty one. Five more episodes this week, starting with yes, episode twenty one. Yes. Yoshikage Kira just wants to live quietly, part one. And um, I have a little pro tip for this guy who wants to live quietly. And it would really help him out, I think, in the long run. Don't murder. Like, don't be a serial murderer, I think, is like step one in that process of living a nice, quiet, peaceful life. Even the Golden State Killer, we got him eventually. Yeah. He's doing... We, as, like, I was part of the, uh, <laughs> the investigation in any meaningful way. He's actually doing a very good job of living a quiet life. It's just the murdering part that kind of fucks yeah, it all up. It's really just the murdering part. So we're really starting out strong with um, the radio DJ on Moriocho Radio. Yeah. I love this guy. Yes. I hope we don't ever see him. <laughs> Like I hope we do I hope he just remains a radio voice. Um and I hate the nail clipping sounds that they've decided to use for Kira's fucking hobby. <laughs> I mean, with how quickly his nails seemingly grow, it really must be a hobby. Like it has to be. If they grow that fast, I think I would have ripped mine out at this yes. point. Yeah, I definitely would have. Um, and Kira is just, like, obsessive about hands, which is interesting. Is so it? So now, I'm thinking, um, I guess for a serial killer to be interested in, like, only hands as a fetish thing, because it's, it's a fetish yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a fetish thing. <laughs> um, definitely. Most people are just interested in, like, dismembering, not most people, most serial killers who, like, hack up bodies are just interested in, like, dismembering Mm -hmm. and sometimes putting people back together. But Kira just wants to keep the hand. Yeah. And this got me thinking, maybe there are two murderers. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, because, well, this was before I, I realized some things later on in this episode, but slashing someone in the back really does not fit Kira's M.O. Mm -hmm. So there might be two. Okay. But I, I think that one's going to fall through pretty quick. Um, this, uh, this is like 
me younger and dumber at the beginning of this particularly juicy set of episodes so much happened my how you've aged so much happened in these five episodes <laughs> they really they really did age me they were so tense anyway um so now everyone knows that i listen to true crime podcasts in my in my free time and here I am doing an anime podcast. And he's having breakfast with this hand. While the radio is playing. Um, I thought he was an accountant just because of the way he looked. He does look like Raymond Animal Crossing. That, but Raymond Animal Crossing would never. <laughs> that's, I feel well, like that's a really nasty insult to... To Bankers? Accountants? No? Um, no, he, he looks good. No. He, like, he... Yeah, he, he looks like he cares about his appearance. Oh, yes. Well, um, Kira is a good-looking guy, too. Yes. And, um... This is where I had the note, I don't know what it is about this set of episodes, but they already feel different. Yeah. Oh, I was young. <laughs> <laughs> Naive. Oh, to be, oh, to be three hours younger. <laughs> um, so he is leaving work and a bunch of uh, new, new employees ask him out, like, hey, do you want to come ha like have dinner or like drinks with us? And he's like, no, I, oh no, it's yeah. lunch. Do you want to come get lunch with us? He declines. And someone comes up and lets them know he's serious about his work, but lacks passion. Yeah, this dude. So he's a sociopath. This guy. He does not give a single solitary fuck about anybody's emotions or anything like that. He doesn't even try to emulate emotion. He knows it's unnecessary for his M.O. That's why he's not a psychopath. Counterpoint. This guy okay. who explains Kira weirds me out yeah. more than Kira. Well. Absolutely. In this exact moment. <laughs> this guy knows a lot about Kira. And he rattles it all off. He's like, Kira, age 33, lives all, like, just has all this information. Yeah, lives alone, single. About this guy <laughs> who goes out of his way to not, like, be friends with people at work. I'd say that, I mean, he's probably, like, one of the office gossips. Probably. Because... Like, I didn't know how old my coworkers were until, like, this week, and I've been there for months. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess it all depends on how much you, uh, care. <laughs> but, like... Not to say I don't care, but, like... The fact that Kira doesn't go I out really of his way... I not really care to find out anyone's age. Yeah. The fact that Kira doesn't go out of his way to, like, talk to people means this guy looked it up on his own. Yes. Oh, yeah, he's definitely an office gossip, and I would like to have him be, like, the actual hero <laughs> of this, this particular arc, because I feel like that would be great. But, thankfully... So, anyway. We don't have to wait long <laughs> for Kira to be the creepy one again. Yes. Because um, he goes to get a so sandwich. Mm -hmm. and At St. Gentleman. Yes, fantastic name. It's really um, good. And he pulls out, he just whips out the fucking severed hand in the middle of the store. Yeah. How? 
Does nobody smell that decomp? I think. I think the hand is still. Like we see new. him perfuming. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it's still new. What? Like what? Newly severed. Like. I mean, I don't. I don't. Disclaimer. I don't know anything about severed hands. <laughs> Just. Putting that out there, police. Um, well, now I no. have to hold on. We no. have to. Well, nope. I'm a writer. They'll excuse oh, this. So, yeah, within 24 hours, a body will start to smell. But that's a whole body, not just a mm -hmm. hand. I feel like that was important for us to know, know but it's probably not going to stay in the episode. I'm going to be real. Yeah, quick. no, none of this. This whole episode can go. <laughs> So, he would have had to, like, murder her that, like, the night before, basically. And then sever her hand, and then, like, douse it in perfume for it not to smell in the middle of the store. I believe he'd do that. Yeah, but, like... I shouldn't be asking why. No. None of us, neither of us can answer why for what Kira's doing. No. Um, I also thought like he was just keeping the body alive somewhere. Nope. I had a, I had a lot of conjecture this episode. <laughs> I um, I thought that there were two murderers. Mm -hmm. I I knew Kara was gonna have a stand because like of course not. You know why wouldn't? Again, he? I think I can count the number of named characters that have not had a stand. Right. On one hand. Um, and I thought that his stance power was to, like, sever, like, a, a limb mm -hmm. and, like, inflict necrosis on it, but keep the body alive as, like, a form of torture. Hmm. That's horrifying. Thank you. <laughs> Not a compliment, <laughs> but you do you. <laughs> um... So that's, that's just what I thought up at this point, up until this point of the episode. And then he, like, takes the hand and he's, like, having it stroke the sandwiches. Feel it how, accidentally, like... Feel how nice the bread is. It's cooked fresh. <laughs> Severed hand. We gotta do, like, another hour and a half of podcast together. <laughs> but, like, the, the hand ends up poking through the plastic. Yep. And not only does this sociopath lick the sandwich off of the dead hand. Yeah, like, like sucks on the fingers. But he takes the sandwich under yeah. it. He's just like, ew, I don't want that. A dead hand poked that one. This guy is truly a menace. This guy's a yeah. villain. This guy's a yes. villain. Dio was like an asshole who became evil. This guy's a villain. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dio had some redeeming qualities sometimes. Yeah. Like, he had fun. Dio was fun. This guy's just creepy and murderous and bad. Anyway, no wonder I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> no wonder this episode felt different. So he gets to a park 
And he's like, oh my god, it's almost like we're on a picnic together. To the hand. Yes, he does treat the hand like it is attached to the rest of the body and with a living person. Yeah. He spritzes it with perfume, which is why no one was smelling the decomp in the yeah. store. But after a certain point, it's not going to well, matter. Yeah, he says like it's starting to get ripe and he probably needs to dump this. Sever ties yeah. is, is how he puts it. And it's like... Yeah. What a, what a way to put it, dude. A dog in the park ends up coming close to him, like smelling something. Mm-hmm. Probably the decomposing hand. Or the delicious and, sandwich. Or the delicious sandwich. And he turns around to look at the dog because he thinks it's a person coming up behind mm-hmm. him. And scares the dog away with an eye that does not look human. Nope. Um, Shigechi has also gone to St. Gentleman's for lunch. Mm-hmm. He's walking through the same park, and Okuyasu and Josuke are like, Hey, Shigechi, can we, like, borrow ten bucks <laughs> for lunch? He's like, what happened to the, like, the, the five million yen we split? They're like, oh, it's in the bank. You shouldn't use money that's in the bank to buy lunch. <laughs> We'll pay you back. Don't worry. Like, we'll go right to the bank after lunch and pay you back. And he's like, okay, fine. He gives them the the 10,000 yen. And These dipshits are still so petty. It's a thousand, it's a thousand yen, yeah. And um, he's like, I'm going to make a note then, of it. You're paying me back. Yeah, he writes down all the debts that they have. And this boy is so pure. He's oh, a little, they're really taking his lunch he's a money. He's jackass, but yes, he is very pure. Oh, and um, while he's writing it down in his little notebook, he, he's like, okay, I can't, I can't spell Josuke and Okuyasu, <laughs> so I'm just going to spell them in hiragana. And like, you know, he's trying to figure out how to put it down in his notebook. Mm-hmm. And a, the dog, com- like the same dog, comes up and takes his sandwich and starts eating it. But... Shigechi's like, oh, someone took my sandwich. <laughs> so he he goes up to the other person, apparently, that got St. Gentleman's in this park, which happens to be Kira. Well, Shigechi doesn't has put- think that somebody took it. He's just like, where'd my sandwich go? He doesn't even see Kira. He's just like, oh, I don't remember leaving it over there. And just kind of grabs. Oh, right. Because Kira, like, puts it. Um, he puts the hand in the St. Gentleman's bag. And puts it, like, behind him around the tree a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, again, this Um, guy has apparently gotten away with murders for 15 years. 15 years. He's sloppy. Extremely. Um, and Shigechi comes and takes the bag that has the hand Mm -hmm. in it. (laughs) And, um, he... I think he, like, meets up with Okuyasu and Josuke again. Oh, wait, no. While they were talking... Um, no, he meets up with them again. Well, he lets them... While Kira is following him around. He asks them... First, he says, like, Hey, you guys want to come eat lunch with me at the middle school? I know a place we can break in. No, this is... This is, this no, is yeah, yeah, after I know, I know. they but leave the park. He mentions yeah, yeah, it yeah, at okay. first. Says, like, Hey, I know a place where we can break in and steal some of the teacher's coffee and stuff. 
They decline. Yeah. He goes... They're, they call him cheap. Yes. Because he is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, they're like, oh, we're not that cheap. And like, I feel like that's a lot coming from Okuyasu specifically. <laughs> um, and, you know, at this point, Kira's following them around, trying to get the, the bag from Shigechi mm-hmm. that has the hand in it. Um, Shigechi goes to the middle school... Sneaks in the window, starts making coffee, and leaves his lunch unattended. Kira, who has followed... He's left Josuke and Okuyasu at this point. Kira, who has followed him, also sneaks in the window with the worst window opening sound I've heard in my life. (laughs) And then tries to grab the bag. When Josuke and Okuyasu show up at the window and sneak into the the gym like prep Mm -hmm. room... (laughs) <laughs> to <laughs> to uh get lun- like sit and have lunch and drinks with Shigechi. Mm-hmm. Kira ends up hiding in like uh this like stacking step thingy where he can see like out of little slits where everyone is and where the lunch bag is. Um and Josuke sits on top of it to eat his lunch. <laughs> so while they're distracted with like making their own drinks and stuff. Kira finds a coat hanger in like right where he's sitting and undoes it, like straightens it out and uses it to hook the, to like grab the bag and like move it over yeah. to him. And that works out fine until the sticker starts coming undone and the bag drops. <laughs> <laughs> and Josuke is like, what the hell? Like, I think the the hand kind of spills out of the bag just a little bit. Like, just barely. Yeah. Like, the fingertips, barely. Um, Josuke's like, what the fuck is in that bag? And then Shikichi hears, like, the bag rustling, and he's like, what are you doing to my lunch? Are you stealing my sandwich? Because they couldn't couldn't get St. Gentleman's because it was already sold out by the time they got there. So now she gets right. They had paranoid. to get like bento boxes. Yeah. Or... Yes. He's like on edge the whole time that they're gonna take his sandwich when they already have like full ass bento boxes, and so they start arguing about. Um. Like, did you touch my lunch? Like, no. Just like look at it. You know, it, what's in there? And um, she gets. She's like, leave my lunch alone, and he goes back to make the drinks again. Kira uses the opportunity to take the lunch bag, and when Shigechi comes back, he's like, I don't see it. Where is it? <laughs> Josuke and Okuyasu are, um, we're like, we didn't take it. Like, we all, we're eating already, Shigechi. <laughs> um, and so Shigechi uses Harvest to search the room mm-hmm. to find it. Um... He's about to find Kira. Like, the little harvests start, like, crawling up on him and everything. And, uh, then the gym teacher comes in. And is like, who's stealing my, you know, who's stealing my drinks, basically? Get out of here, etc., etc. At this point, we don't know if Kira can see Harvest. Right. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't say anything about it. It's shown like it's crawling on him, but he doesn't well, they don't react show to it, it at all. On him. Yeah, they show it on like his arm and, Do and they? stuff. Do they? Because I thought they just on showed it like crawling mm-hmm. under the. 
little like thing that he's on. They show it crawling under, like into the the like underside of the step hmm. thing, and then like a couple crawl up his arm, and then they get busted for for breaking into the middle oh. school. Okay. Um. So. I just love the way they get Shigechi out of the <laughs> out of the prep room because <laughs> Okuyasu climbs out and then Josuke like pops Shigechi out. <laughs> He's so round. <laughs> what a boy. Anyway, um, they they part ways, and um, Shigechi is like, I'm gonna find out what happened to my sandwich, basically. Oh wait, no. Kira, he's he's walking away, and I think he encounters Kira somehow, and he starts questioning, "Oh, who is this adult man on on the middle school campus? Why does he have the exact bag that I had my sandwich?" Well, he in? knows it's his sandwich. You know, all... like, he knows it's his bag because yeah. he's like, "There are reasons why I know it's mine," alluding to Harvest. Right. At least that's what I mm-hmm. assumed was. Harvest can yeah, identify. Harvest saw well, it. Harvest can identify specifically that that's his and not just mm-hmm. another sandwich bag from this very popular restaurant. Makes sense. So Shigechi uses Harvest to grab the bag and take it back. Mm-hmm. Kira is still holding onto the bag. He's like, you know, this is my sandwich. This is my mm-hmm. bag. And he does not want the hand to be seen. Until the bag rips and the hand just falls out onto the ground. (laughs) And now Kira decides he has to kill Shigechi to not leave any evidence. That's how he's gotten away for so long. Um, so he brings out, so he starts talking about, like, his nightly routine. He's like, I'm in bed by 11 p.m. I always get eight hours of sleep. 20 minutes I'm of stretching. Fit. I'm fabulous. Warm glass of milk. I kick ass. Monster. And then he, <laughs> and then he brings out his stand, Killer Queen. And that's where the episode ends. Yeah. Killer Queen looks so Cool. Yes, striking a very good pose. I love her. Yeah. Yoshikage Kira just wants to live quietly. Part two. Killer Queen whips ass. Yeah. <laughs> I really love Killer Queen. Like as a stand, oh, just design. Yes. Yes, the design. I feel like is everything I want to be. <laughs> yeah. Like that. That's got that's peak goth inspiration right there. <laughs> I, the cat design, the cat design, skull epaulets, skull cod piece, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the essentials, skull brass knuckles. Yes. Um, Shigechi um, decides to start fighting Killer Queen. Well, he surrounds... And, by extension, Kira. He surrounds uh, Killer, you know, Kira and Killer Queen with Harvest, reminding you that if Harvest were being used by somebody smarter, 
it would be a horrifying stand to fight. Because Kira notes that, like, you know, killing four or five of them does nothing to Shigichi. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. It's a very powerful stand that's very hard to fight with a single stand like any of the, you know, the majority of ones we've seen, like Killer Queen or Crazy Diamond, anything like that. But mm. Kira basically says, hey, I also have a power. Do you want to see it? And he pulls out a hundred yen coin. Shigechi being the stupid boy he is. <laughs> the stupid, pure, innocent boy he is. He uses Harvest to grab the coin, at which point Kira reveals, and you know, it brings it to him. It's just a hundred yen coin, but Kira reveals his ability is that he can turn anything he touches into a bomb. Which he then explodes the hundred yen coin in front of Shigechi's face. Presumably killing him for the moment. Kira's confident that he's dead. Um, but yeah, actually, it wasn't a fatal explosion, but Shigechi is very badly injured. Doesn't he say, like, his part, parts of his skull, like, went into his brain and stuff? It's like a third of his brain is, like, now meshed with his yeah. face. It, like, that's how bad the explosion was. Yeah, so, and that's more or less kind of the thing with Killer Queen is, like, as we'll see in a little bit of, like, if you touch the thing that's the bomb, it's instantly fatal. Otherwise, it's not fatal, but serious injuries happen if you're near the bombed item. Um, so Kira takes the opportunity to interrogate Shigechi about other people like Josuke and Okuyasu, the people who he saw with and presumes that they all have stand powers as well. And he kind of keeps interrogating and says that if he doesn't cooperate, he's going to go find and kill his parents as well. At which point, Shigechi is like, wait, they were talking about a serial killer living in town. That must be you. You must be the guy that killed Raimi. And he's like, fuck, how do you know the name Raimi? Implying he was the person that killed Raimi 15 years ago. Um, Shigechi uses Harvest to get away, to escape, or make Kira think that he escaped, when in reality he just kind of moved over to the bushes and used Harvest to collect a bunch of leaves to make a fake bush. So... Shigechi realizes that um, he needs to go to Josuke because he's very badly injured and Josuke will, one, help him and two, save his life. So he goes into the high school, looks around for him. These fucking shitty-ass high school girls, <laughs> These girls. Are, like, are like, 
Oh, this boy is extremely hurt. Should we help him or get someone to help? No, he's creepy. Ew. This, bo this boy <laughs> is bleeding profusely. Should we get a nurse? No, he looks weird. Let's just leave. Ugh. God. The worst. But, yeah, so basically, Absolutely. he gets to the door, sees through the little door window, there's Josuke and Okiyasu, but in the reflection behind him in the window is Kira. And... And Killer Queen. Yes, well, yes. Um, and we get another classic JoJo's meme of Shigechi goes to try and open the door to get Josuke's attention, but Kira gives the killer queen has already touched the doorknob. I remember that was a meme for a while. Was yeah. it? My fucking boy dying was a meme? <laughs> no, just the, just the line before that. The killer queen has already yeah. touched the doorknob. Um, but yeah, she, she gets blown up. He gets, like, disintegrated. Yes. and that is a thing of... I don't remember if they explained it in this, but that is part of Killer Queen's ability, is it disintegrates everything that Kira wants it to. So if he wants an entire body gone, it's gone. If he wants to keep just the hand, he keeps just the hand. I don't have words right now for how disgusting, appalling, um, just fucked up that is. Yeah. It's a terrifying stand with yeah. a terrifying, very creepy dude in control of it. Yeah, they really, really did a good job of making this villain just, like... A villain. Through and through, so villainous. Yes. Like, so evil, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, so... I'm so, like, it, this death was really unfair, but it wasn't unnecessary. No. Um, and they didn't have to watch him die, but, like... He called out to them like the second like his in his last moments. Yeah. And they they kind of hear that because you know, and that's another thing of what makes Killer Queen so terrifying is it's a stand explosion, so nobody hears the noise. Like of Shigechi blowing up and stuff. He just kind of evaporates, I guess. But, you yeah. know, Josuke and Okuyasu can hear it because it was right outside. They go to, well, they, they're like, is something wrong? I thought I heard something. And a single harvest comes up to them with a button and then kind of disappears. Yeah, it, it disappears in a way that Okuyasu says is not normal for a stand to disappear. Yeah. And also, like, a single harvest showing up is not... Yeah, it, it just seems strange, like, the whole thing. So they're like, okay, Shigechi's probably in trouble. We need to go look. 
but obviously yeah. we already know he's gone. And we cut to, well, we see that the button was Kira's. And he managed mm-hmm. to use Harvest to take it off of Kira's jacket before he died. And we cut to Raimi. I, I just would like to say, they have DNA evidence at this point. Do they? Yeah. From what? Kira's, Kira's DNA is 100% on that button. If only because he had to button it this morning. Like, before he went to work. Yeah, that's true. I mean, also... And they had DNA testing by 1999. I mean, and it's the Speedwagon Foundation. They got everything. And it's the Speedwagon Foundation. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. We'll we'll get to that later. The The button. Yes, we will. But basically, we cut to Raimi in the ghost alleyway, and she sees... Shigichi's spirit kind of go up and horrifyingly disintegrate. Mm-hmm. And she says um, that she was killed, or he was killed by Yeah, Kira. she knows that that's the same, like, he's back to kill, you know, he's killed again. It's the same way that mm. other people, like his other victims, have died. Mm-hmm. And then, so the whole, the whole Stan ban shows up at the well and company because we get like yeah like every stand user we've seen so pretty far much shows up at this alleyway for Raimi to say Shigichi's dead and he was killed by yeah. the serial killer who killed me Okuyasu takes this real hard he does he really does So does Josuke. This is, like, Josuke didn't react this way to Okuyasu dying. <laughs> so they both, they both take it incredibly personally. Yeah, because, like, you know, they tried to kill each other a few times, but they were buds. Yeah. Apparently that's the only way you can make friends in JoJo's. You, ha- you have to try and kill them at least once. Yes. Also, it's a real quick shot. But they just kind of, like, Okuyasu's with his dad? Yeah. Which, like, why? How? What? Someone's got to pay the mortgage on the house they moved into. You remember what? He's a fucking horrifying swamp monster. (laughs) Yeah. He works from home. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um... But yeah, so... Um, but yeah, it's been established that their dad can't die. Yeah, that's not the part that I'm concerned about. It's the part of... Wait, why are you bringing this horrifying Swamp Thing monster out into public? Like, it looks I mean, not even remotely the human. people in Morio have seen worse. Have they? Actually, now that I say that, no. no. <laughs> this is literally like a horror movie monster. He does not look like a human being. Some people will probably think it's like a, a weird dog and like not question it. <laughs> this isn't New York. <laughs> um, I don't know. No one. Either way, no one bats an eye at Swamp Monster. Uh, clearly not. 
But, um, yeah, so they kind of split up, go their second ways. And I think, uh, God, why am I forgetting? Koichi says it's like four days pass. They haven't really been able to find Mm. any leads or anything. You know, they kind of know that like Koichi was killed, or not Koichi, uh, Shigetri was killed by a stand user, and that's why they can't find his body. Yep. They, but they don't um, know what his they also, is. They also established that stand users will attract each other, so eventually one of us is going to run into him. And Shigechi's parents have started a police investigation yes. on why he's missing. Yes. Good luck, guys. <laughs> um, so... First, well, yeah, first we come back to Kira, who is looking for a new victim. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, quite frankly, he definitely could have picked a worse, like, definitely not the worst victim for him to have picked. This, this lady, like, it's these two ladies at a diner just talking about mm-hmm. how shitty and small this diamond ring is that this guy bought for her. Yeah. And just being like, I'm just going to pawn it off for money. And it's worth like 150,000 yen, yeah. which is like $1,500. They call it a toy. And we just kind of like, well, we see he uses killer queen to blow up the hand, like the old hand. And right. then we, we get, a t- like the title card, like the transition title card, which has a fucking wild killer queen pose. Yes, it's, it's, it's good. Ten out of ten. And then we just come back, and he's already killed her. He already has mm-hmm. her hand with the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut to Koichi, who's just walking around and sees Jotaro. Mm-hmm. And boy, Jotaro is real, real bad at conversation. Real bad at the small talk. Yeah, because he's Koichi, um, like, Koichi says that Rohan is overbearing because he talks so much. Yeah. Jotaro is intimidating because he doesn't talk enough. Yes, and also look at him. <laughs> look at him. Oh yes, I will. Yes. Yeah, Koichi's just like, what are you doing? Walking. where are you going nowhere i guess (laughs) (laughs) oh he's fucking awful at it but Um, what jotaro is doing is he's investigating the button i am i had a note of just koichi he's laying low please don't follow him no he's not no he jotaro cannot lay low one, Mm-mm. he's like six five, built like a fucking Greek mm-hmm. god, and also you've seen how he dresses. He literally dresses yeah. in like flashy all white clothing. You could not be less yeah. subtle if you tried. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they walk into what is it? Centipede shoes. Yes. That's such a cute name for a cobbler yeah. shop. He, because um, Jodoro had already tried all the other tailor shops, but he hadn't tried like other kind of clothing things that do like 
tailoring on the side like this like mm-hmm. this shoe store mm-hmm. he he asks the clerk like hey have you seen this button and the guy's like well one the guy gives this weird like animal cracker thing he's like hey coach you want an animal cracker i eat the camel last so don't eat that one <laughs> yeah but yeah basically i love this hippie cobbler i, I really do <laughs> he um, goes and he goes to, yeah he says uh, oh sorry uh, no he he's like not only do i know the button like i got their stuff here because he brought it in like just this morning and on top of that, I memorize all of my customers' names. Huh. Even if I have thousands of Even, them. Even uh, this guy What's his over name here. Again? <laughs> yeah. Are all cobblers like this? <laughs> I hope so. Just like with... This brings back such insane childhood memories because like my grandfather's a cobbler. And like he also has like the tag organizing system that only he can figure out. <laughs> He does know all of his customers. <laughs> also, there's a kitchen in the back. Like <laughs> he always has food. Yes. You know, <laughs> it's just so funny. But yeah, this guy. They really takes attention to detail here. So, great. like the most amount of time possible to go and be like, uh, let me just go look up this guy's name again, just to make sure. Walks mm-hmm. over to the coat, just kind of like. Uh, where'd I put that tag? <laughs> Finds it. It says Kira, but you know he's blocking like their vision. And as he come, like you know, as he's about to like turn around, a gunshot rings out, or like you know, a bullet shot rings out, and there's now just like a giant hole through the tailor's hand, and a little. It kind of looks like a round toy-ish tank mm-hmm. uh, with a skull on it. And it just says, look, o-, it just keeps saying, look over here. To which the guy eventually does, not because he can see the stand, but he kind of looks over, he can feel it on his shoulder. He sees like the tire tracks, you know, just, like the treads. Yeah, just the impression. Yeah, he sees the treads move up and then it, does it shoot him in the head, or does it just jump into his mouth? It, it, it just jumps into his mouth. Yeah, so the little tank thing jumps into his mouth. Um, he, he falls back. Kira starts grabbing the coat, yes. and the little tank starts ticking. Yes, Kira calls this Killer Queen's second bomb. Um, and, yeah, he, he's grabbing the coat. Koichi goes to try and stop him from taking it, but Jotaro realizes, no, something's about to happen, grabs Koichi as the tank, which we know will be called Heart Attack, uh, explodes. Mm-hmm. And then we get into Heart Attack, part one. Where... Um, I was a bit upset that Jotaro didn't stop time. Uh, I was proven incorrect later on in this episode, but we also did have a conversation about it. Long story short, he didn't want to endanger himself or Koichi for potential information. At least that's my theory as to why he didn't 
No, it, it does make sense because he knows, I think, on some level that he's responsible for Koichi. Yeah. Well, they, they never mentioned why right he now. doesn't. So that's just kind of my reasoning for it is, you know, he's the one who tells Koichi not to go after it because of, he realizes Heart Attack is probably about to blow up. Like, there's something going on. They don't know. He doesn't want to take the risk to grab this information. He'd rather deal with the immediate threat than also because he doesn't realize that, as we will find out shortly, that this is one stand that Jotaro just can't punch away. Yeah. Um, so we get that intro. I notice at this point Koichi is petting his dog, Police. The only good cop. <laughs> Goodbye. Defund the police. But not that police. Yeah, but not the, not dog, the dog named police. Increase funding. Defund those police. Give it to police. Like that. The dog. The dog. No, give it to community-based programs. And the dog. And like schools. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Buy him more treats. Um, And was Jotaro like... A crime scene investigator on an internship or something because he has a lot to say about what's going to happen to him and Koichi. Um, he has a lot of things to say about like how to be observant. Yeah. He tells Koichi, it's not just about looking, it's about looking carefully. It's not just about listening, it's about listening yes. well. And Koichi starts thinking that Jotaro is underestimating yes. him. Yes, because Koichi is like, um, hey, I have a stand range of 50 meters. This guy's getting away. We need to act now. Whereas Jotaro is much right. more like, no, we're still in immediate danger. This is a remote stand that we're up against. Yeah. But Koichi um, disagrees. He's not... Well, Koichi thinks like... Yeah, he's not underestimating Koichi. Yeah. He's using his experience... To save Koichi. Yeah, Jotaro realizes what's going on here. Whereas Koichi is like, no, this stand's way too strong. It can't be a remote stand. Like, the user has to be within at least, like, 10, 15 meters of us. So he must be nearby. But Jotaro mm -hmm. says, like, so, you know, as you said, he uses his investigative superpowers to be like, no, we're going to get attacked from this angle here soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... He says, don't send your stand out because he's, you know, he's yes. nearby. Um, the little tank bomb thing. Heart attack. Yes. Heart attack. That's yes. his name. Um, starts moving towards Koichi and Jotaro. Yeah, well, it, it tries right. to go after Jotaro. Jotaro, like, punches it out the window. Because Jotaro has been yes. hitting this thing with, like, a flurry of blows. He uses uh, the world to stop time for a second and hit it with a rush of attacks. But it's not, it's not even denting this thing. Like it's completely, and we see like Jotaro's fists are getting bloodied and he's not even damaging heart attack. It's an incredibly like sturdy stand and it's outside on the street and it's coming to get them. And it's at this point that Koichi is like, no, Jotaro's underestimating me. I'm going to go deal with the stand user. 
he sends Echoes up and sees Kira walking away, but Kira's already more than 50 feet, like 50 meters away. Koichi realizes Jotaro was right. It's a remote-controlled stand, which Jotaro shortly figures out afterwards. It's a stand that works, that attacks the hottest object it can sense. It attacked the shop owner's hand first, because that's where the tea was. And then it shot the shop owner, because he was, I assume, flustered about having a giant hole in his hand. And now Koichi is all worked up about being under attack and being nervous and stuff, that it goes after Koichi. But he can't defend himself, because his stand is 50 meters away, trying to get at Kira. Jotaro realizes this, thinks quickly, and uses the world to start a fire to distract Heart Attack from Koichi. It works. It goes back to... It goes to the fire, but it ignites when it hits... Like, when it gets to the hot source. And it seems like it gets more power based on the strength of mm-hmm. the heat. It gets more power based on yeah. Yeah. yeah how hot the thing so is. So it blows up. Jotaro's caught very badly in the blast. Yeah, he's in like a coma, but he's not well, yeah, dead. Yeah, he's basically like, you know, he's wounded all over. He's unconscious now. So it's now just Koichi against uh heart attack. And he mm-hmm. has to And he still does not have reverb at the moment. No. He uses he uses like he uses the opportunity to pull Jotaro into like the next. And at this room. point, he thinks he thinks the bomb is like done for, but the bomb says it's not. He didn't. It didn't blow up a human. Yes, it can identify if it blew up a human or not. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's still after Koichi and Jotaro. Yes. Um. Koichi drags Jotaro into the hallway and turns on the lights mm-hmm. so that. Heart attack attacks those, and Koichi has time to get into the kitchen, call Josuke, and hopefully try and distract heart attack long enough until Josuke shows up, patches them both up. Yes. Or just Jotaro at this yeah, point? Yeah, just Jotaro at this point. Um, and then they can figure out how to deal with the thing. He turns on the stove, and it's, it's electric. It's not gas. It doesn't turn on right away. He... It malfunctions and it stays on. At this point, Echo, he's calling Josuke, and at this point, Echo is back. He uses Echo's tail letters to create a little hot item and kind of like, like a bubble that says in front of sizzle donkey. on it, so that it's like yeah. <laughs> it, it's literally just chasing around a bubble in circles. Mm-hmm. Um, he's calling Josuke, saying, "I'm at um, Centipede Shoes." You know, Jotaro is hurt. I need you to get down here right yeah. away. Well, they, they realize it's the killer, uh, too. Like, yeah, he just kind of says, yeah. like, all that stuff. Um, but as you mentioned, the stove yeah. heated up to the point where it got hotter than Koichi's the, the little, the little bubble. So it goes to the heater. It goes to the stove, blows up on contact with the heat, destroying the tail balloon as well. Um, 
So Koichi, the yeah, they're now outside, like out in the alleyway behind the yeah, store. Yeah, it like blows out the back of the, Pretty much, yeah. the store. Um, they're outside. It's still... Yeah, Jotaro's like face down <laughs> in the I think Jotaro's alley. just like just unconscious like... up against a dumpster or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it's still coming. Koichi thinks that Reverb has died because the molting shell is like there and it's been split in yeah. two. Heart attack is coming at him mm-hmm. down the alleyway. And Echo Act 3. <laughs> yes, it has evolved again. Looks like Mega Man and Piccolo at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I love Reverb Act 3. <laughs> First of all, the dialogue between Reverb and... And Koichi is top. Yeah, so no longer is it like a weird reptile like thing with Super Saiyan armor. It is now, I guess it looks like Frieza from Dragon Ball. It looks like Mega Man with shorts. Well, it looks like Frieza in the sense of like it's that like smooth, like silvery ish kind of, but then with like weird green eye, like kind of bug ish. Yeah, and he's got like. Shoulder pads, shorts that say three right on the yeah. front. Green, like, uh, d- like bean dots, like, in a mohawk pattern up on his yes. head. Um, and he talks to Koichi, and he says, what do you want me to do, basically? <laughs> yeah, like, give me orders. <laughs> and Koichi's like, uh, protect us, please. <laughs> Actually, he says, protect yeah. us. And then he's like, give me orders. <laughs> so Koichi says, um, protect us, please. <laughs> So what what Echo Act Three does is it increases the pressure well, well, around first, heart attack. First the whole the whole buildup of this is fantastic because it like speeds in Koichi remarks about how like incredibly fast it is hits hits heart attack with like this huge flurry of punches and it does nothing <laughs> like no damage doesn't knock it away. It just does nothing. It just goes like, well, I got nothing. S-H-I-T. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> and Koichi's freaking out of like, you were supposed to protect us. And he's like, no, but I did. And as you said, yeah, Koichi's new, like, Act 3's ability is, I guess, gravity control. Yeah, I would say air pressure. Yeah. More in line with, like, what his stand has been capable of. Well, all we see is act what he calls Act 3 freeze. Of mm. basically, he hits the move and heart attack, like, cracks the concrete and is, like, you know, basically drilled down into the concrete. And Act 3 kind of explains a little bit to Koichi. He's got, he now only has a five meter range. Mm-hmm. And the pressure intensifies the closer he is to the target. And Koichi can't go more than five meters away from, well, yeah, five meter range. Because it, the effect will completely evaporate after that. Yeah, it, it, would, would it would have to yeah. be activated again. Yes, it has to be reactivated and it can only go on one target at a time. And that kind of leads us into 
part two, where we see Kira just at a little cafe enjoying himself before he fucking karate chops <laughs> his like coffee like his utensils or whatever you want, like the plate and stuff because yeah his his left hand just like smashes down into the table and the coffee mug yeah because because of the pressure being put on heart yes attack. because heart attack is basically killer queen's stand like killer queen has a stand of its own that mm-hmm. he like sh- you know shoot it shoots out of his left hand more or less so this is just a hypothetical mm-hmm. but could killer queen turn on kira and set the bomb to blow him up i don't think so Damn because it! That would be cool. I think here, like I think Killer Queen is still just a manifestation of his psyche. It's just that this stand has a stand. But like, how? Jojo's was Ki- was Kira shot with the arrow twice. I don't remember. Or was he shot with the arrow on top of having a stand I don't remember if they explain it, so I don't want to say anything. All right. Well, I have to look it up after we finish this part. Or just watch the rest of the episodes. Or I'll look it up. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, I mean, is that like a big story spoiler at this point? I don't remember. It might be. Okay, then I will not, I will put it from my mind. Here, if you want, I can. And it'll be a nice, no, it'll be a nice little treat when we get there. Um, at this cafe, Kira's like struggling to lift his left hand. And like the muscle man in the bandana behind him in the shot where he realizes that it's like a futile effort is a hundred percent judging Kira. He, he compares it to trying to lift like, what is it, like a hundred kilogram weight? No, it's a 50, 50 kilogram, kilogram which is still so like, like 120 pounds yeah, or something like, like that. Like it's a lot of weight. He he karate chops like through the table. He grabs onto the waiter and like rips his shirt off completely. And the waiter just um, has the most oh, defeated. Wait, no, this, no, the waiter just has the most defeated at, like why are you doing this, sir? <laughs> um this starts happening at the end of the last episode and the two notes I had was Lamau <laughs> get pressurized weak ass <laughs> add some lifting to your routine <sighs> um also there was a dialogue between Koichi and Reverb Act 3 that was like what are you doing and and, and Act 3 was like uh you should know <laughs> But so basically anyway back into episode 24 Kira realizes that one it's taken too long and two with the hand like the weight on his hand there's something wrong with heart attack so he needs to go back and figure out what the fuck is happening he starts to head back and he gets like interrupted (laughs) by these two goons who picked by by the muscle man in the bandana and some dude with a nose chain whom i who really love. just picked a, a, a terrible target 
They... Yeah, they picked a bad target, but also this is Praxis because they're bullying a rich murderer like they're high schoolers. <laughs> they, they like, they're literally, like, bullying him. They, like, tie his shoes they, they together. They really are! And, and I want to reiterate, literally, none of this would have happened if Kira was not a serial murderer. Or if he was just a good one. No, I <laughs> I think something like this would have happened eventually, even if he was a good one. Well, because if he's been active for 15 years, he's clearly doing something right until this very moment. When he fucks up literally so he's everything. A, <laughs> he's technically a good serial killer, but he's still getting caught. So if you were not a serial murderer in the first place, none of this would be happening right, to him. Fair. <laughs> anyway. But basically, he deals with these guys. They go to, like, take the money out of his wallet, and he just uses Killer Queen to blow up the guy's fingers. Yeah, blow up the cash. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, we, we cut back. Kira eventually makes it there. Uh, he reali like Koichi realizes that this must be the killer. Um, Kira also starts talking about like maybe I should like join a gym membership I was thinking about it when they opened up the one next to like that school but then I'd have to like touch the same weights as people who haven't showered yeah. in a few days and I was like just make your own home gym if that's really he an really issue. likes sharing his personal information with like with people that he kills with people that he thinks yeah with people that he thinks he's going yeah. to kill um <laughs> So Koichi accidentally moves out of the five meter range and well, no, first he goes to fight killer queen who beats act three back, like just in a regular fist fight mm. and Koichi accidentally moves out of yeah. In defense. Yeah. He, he moves he out of the back. five meter range, meaning that heart attack is now free he's free and act three has to reapply the weight which either either reapply the weight to heart attack or go after kira yeah or killer queen who has yeah and i mean there's no winning in that situation because you just can't deal with the other option because we already saw that mm. act three is not as strong as killer queen so he he decides um, to go for heart attack. It works. Mm -hmm. Kira just beats the shit out and of him. And Kira says like, oh, I guess this was a lose-lose situation for you. And it's like, yeah, no shit! I think you did that on your Fucking own. Cheater? <laughs> he gets two stands. He gets two stands, and then he uses some just classic abuser tactics on Koichi. He's like, hey, uh, do you have any pocket tissues? <laughs> You know, like, I want to clean up. And then Koichi says, no, I don't have any pocket tissues. So Kira throws him some and is like, clean yourself up because I don't like my victims to be, like, looking yeah. bad when I beat up on and them. And also, Kira kind of says, like, <sighs> I, like... Like, I gave you those pocket tissues, so you better Oh, use not them. even that. It's also now, like, he's done his research at this point. He knows everything about, like, Josuke, Okuyasu. He knows where they live. So he knows 
that they've got about five minutes to get there, and it's been about three. So he's got two minutes before reinforcements show up, and he plans to mm-hmm. beat Koichi to death instead of just using Killer Queen because of how pissed he is about the embarrassment that Koichi has put him through. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's at this point that I noticed that Heart Attack came back to um, Killer Queen. Yeah, he hand. recalled him because I think... It seems like Kira has a limited use of his hand while Heart Attack is out. I think they kind of alluded to that when he was trying mm. to grab the coat. Because Jotaro is like, there's something weird about what he's doing. He's only grabbing it with one hand. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, he can't quite get it where he would be able to if he just used both. So I think mm. he has like limited function of both he- hands. He couldn't just like take the hanger, though? I don't know. Um, okay. But yeah, he starts he starts um, beating up Koichi real bad. Um, yeah, and then fucking flashbacks to part three. Yes. Here. Oh. He but Koichi manages to swipe Kira's wallet, and he's like, "Your name is Yoshikage Kira. You live here. Like, how does that make you feel? You're Thirty-three years old. Like this. Yeah." you know, highly successful serial killer and this shitty little kid managed to figure out your identity. And mm-hmm. in retaliation, Kira puts Killer Queen's arm through Koichi's chest. And then... I would have fucking lost it if if there were two actual deaths <laughs> in these episodes. <laughs> Um, and then he fucking spoilers for like the next two minutes of this podcast, but <laughs> he gets well. It, the the impact of this knocks Koichi's shoes off, and just one shoe. No, I think it knocks both of them off because Kira's like, no, 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 no. It's it's just one because he sees the one sock and is like, oh, this kid, this fucking idiot, put his socks on inside out. So he takes the time to turn like to. To take Koichi's sock off, turn it inside out, put it back on, put his shoe back on, undo this the other shoe. This dead child. Take his shoe off, take his sock off. Like, for all intents and purposes, he is dead right now. Yes. It just... Like... He goes to use Killer Queen to dispose of the evidence and just burn up the body. But, uh, Jotaro wakes up. Yep. Oh, we love a second wind. <laughs> and... He's back. Kira, Kira gives a, a line I really loved of, you know, he says like, oh, you're weak right now. Like I can, the line is, I can almost see the view behind you through those wounds. Yeah, that was really like, that's, good. That's a really good and description then, of just how injured Jotaro is. But. And then Jotaro also remarks about Kira's watch. Um, and he says something about. You know, like, uh, like I want to make it so you can read it a bit better or something like that. And by that, I mean, I'm going to destroy your face. <laughs> or, yeah, I'll make it so you can never read that watch again. And by that, I'm going to mean yes. I, I br- I'm going to break your face. <laughs> yes. Mans does not mince no. words. And nor does he mince I'm fists. Such a simp. Kira <laughs> goes to hit him, but never fucking underestimate Star Platinum. Never he beats the shit out of Kira. Yup. And I, so Kira 
for all intents and purposes right now, is down for the Yeah, count. he's out. I'm curious, at this point, did you think that this was going to be, like, the end of Kira? Okay. No. You knew, like, some bullshit was going to happen? I knew some bullshit was going to happen. I honestly... Okay, so Okuyasu and Josuke show mm-hmm. up. Um, they find Jotaro on the ground. Koichi on the ground. Kira's on the ground. But they don't know that that's Kira yet. Yes. Um, they patch up Koichi and jo- yeah, Jotaro. Yeah, Kira wakes up from being unconscious to see this happening. Yeah, while they're... And is like, mm-hmm. fuck. And... They, like, they're here... I'm screwed. Gotta play it fast. Yeah. I thought he was gonna get away with it. I thought he was going... He And I, so, Josuke... I, and I thought this too when I've seen these episodes. <laughs> they go over and they're like, oh, like, what happened? And he starts talking about, like, there was an explosion and I was walking by the bakery and, like, I got really hurt and all this stuff. Like, those two guys must have done it, like... You know, those two guys. Yeah, those two guys like, must have done out. it, and now I'm hurt. So, like, can you help me? He's like, please, you need to, you need to, like, heal me, like, help me. And yeah, it, he, say, he says everything except, like, you need to heal pretty me. Much, like, like, oh, I yeah. need help. I know you can help me. And Josuke just goes, I, like, still get carded when I go to play pachinko sometimes. Like, I'm a 16 year old high school kid. <laughs> like, why do you think I'm a doctor that's been through med school already? <laughs> And so Kira says, shit, I've been found out. I got too impatient. And I thought that he had it in the bag at this point. I thought Josuke was going to heal him up. And he was going to be on his merry way. Um, but he, he escapes somehow. Oh, he cuts off his yeah, hand. Yeah, so Kira cuts off the heart attack hand. And, like, you know, lets heart attack free. Sends it at... Josuke and Jotaro informs him like hey you can't fight this thing like it's indestructible basically Josuke's like that's fine I'm not gonna do that punches it puts it back into the hand and then goes to like sends the hand back to uh Kira's to, you body. know so they can track down Kira mm-hmm. um so they follow the hand and it leads them to Cinderella, you know the the beauty shop, the salon where we had our little love story between oh, Yukiko and Koichi. Everything had like come together in the most satisfying way. They've really set up like oh. all of this so this well. This was like anyway. Okay, so they get into Doctor Aya's office and they find her on the floor who they think is Kira is slumped over at like a vanity. But he's missing the a hand, face at this point. Yeah. Right. The hand um, stops briefly at this body and Jotaro says, no, this body has its left hand. Already. Because they still see the this hand, is- like the severed hand in the room. Yeah. Um, and the hand like starts moving out the room and all this stuff. And so they're questioning Aya about who came in, like, what happened? And she says, he made me transform his face and fingerprints and all of this stuff. And then um, she was turned into a bomb. Yes. By Kira. They go to try and, and Josuke goes to try and heal her, but 
she was turned into a bomb, gets blown up, mm-hmm. and the hand mm-hmm. slips out like the back door in the like chaos of the explosion. Yeah. So they don't know where Kira is. Yeah, they is. go out like the they back door. Looks like. But it's like rush hour. You know, everybody's heading time. home. So yeah. he's lost in the crowd with a completely new identity. Yeah. This is the most frustrating thing I have ever had the pleasure of watching. It is, it was so. I've talked some shit about Iraqi forgetting. <laughs> okay. But, but how this was set up was just immaculate. It's so good. Oh my god. And plus, like, now we know Dr. Aya is dead, so it's not going to be, like, a recurring thing that they'll do. Like, right. But the, he right. could be literally It was a anybody. one-off, like, he needed to be off the hook. Yeah. And so he is. <laughs> it's frustrating, and, like, Shigechi did not have to die, but he did not die in vain. No. And that leads us into our last episode, episode 25, <sighs> Heart Father. Yes. So this housewife <laughs> is talking about how she pretty much only married this guy for, like, the stability and, like, you know, because to make her friends jealous. Yeah, we just open on this random lady <laughs> who's just talking about, like, I married my husband. He's so boring, but he has, like, a good job. Yeah. I just did it. And it, he doesn't make much, but it's steady. Yeah. Everyone thinks he's a hunk, but, like, he doesn't, like, I'm taking care of a child as my yeah, husband, he's, basically. He's, and he's just so boring. <laughs> right. Um, and then it, it cuts to the stand band 2.0 <laughs> rifling through Kira's house. Yes. They're not going to find any fucking clues. No way. <laughs> I, I have in my notes, we have almost the same birthday. Yeah, I said oh, that. No. <laughs> Terrifying. Um, we find out he was an, Kira was an English major. No wonder. And he is also just... <laughs> or a literature major. Intentionally could be Japanese the most literature. average man in existence. Like he yes, literally he got third yeah, place he, in like all of his school competitions. He is like in the middle background of like all of his pictures. Yes. He, like from birth, he was sociopath so that he would be completely average. Yes. And but um, he has one weird hobby. <laughs> fingernails and toenails. Yes. He just has a and huge drawer track. full of oh boy, all of yeah. his fingernails and toenail clippings categorized by year mm-hmm. in little mason jars with like a, this is <laughs> a notebook that just talks about he he basically what do they say he uses the speed at which his nails grow to determine like his need to kill. When he should yeah. murder. Yeah. Like, his, his killing prime, basically. Which is the wildest fucking thing I've ever heard. 
this is so funny <laughs> to me. <laughs> they also say that like he has no surgeries, he has no scars, like totally average. And I'm like, and like no dental record. And I'm like, this man has never had a dental cleaning <laughs> ever. Yeah, because he's probably been on like the same fucking routine since he was six years old. His breath must be horrendous. <laughs> He's gonna need a he root canal. He probably brushes his teeth five times a day. <laughs> He's definitely one of those people that brings a toothbrush to work. Actually, no. His he brushes his teeth exactly enough to where his breath has no odor. So that way. Oh my god, you're right. So that way, people aren't like, "Oh, your breath smells nice." Like, there's nothing to remember him by. Like he has no body yes. odor. He has no distinctive style. Yes. He looks good, but he looks... He's bland Yes. <laughs> so, this bland man has disappeared, and they find no clues in his house except for fingernail clippings and toenail clippings, and a record of how fast they grow in order to determine when he should commit murder. Yes. <laughs> this is so funny. It really is. Um... And so Jotaro and Josuke are looking at the clippings. Mm -hmm. Jotaro, Josuke is like picking them up, dumping them out on his hand. And he's like, what are these? And he's got it like up to his face. He like smells them. He's like, I wonder yep. what these Jotaro's could be. like, uh, huh? those are fingernail clippings. And th fingernail and toenail clippings are not hard to identify. No, not Josuke. at all. He probably files his nails, actually. Maybe that's why it took him a minute. Yeah, I believe that, actually. Um, so it, his cuticles must be in immaculate condition. Yes. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, so a camera on Kira's desk takes a picture of Josuke and Jotaro. Yes, and the room. Once it yeah. develops. and Yeah, and the background. Yes. <laughs> Once it develops, they see a ghost... Of Kira's father <laughs> sitting in the corner. He's kind of sitting curled up in the corner, as you do. Yep. The phone starts going nuts once they realize that it's Kira's father. And it the phone jumps off the receiver and um, busts open. And Kira's father starts talking through it like, hey, pick up the phone when it's ringing. Stupids. <laughs> <laughs> Stupids, yeah. Um, at this point, I was like, a ghost? Ghost dad. He's got a ghost, ghost dad. in his house? Just bring out a Ouija board. He just wants to talk. This was before the phone started yeah. acting up. And Josuke is like, how did like his dad get in here? And I was like, what's his affiliation with his dad? Yeah, so they can't, they can't see... <laughs> Kira's father right, in real life, the, only the through the photo. Yes. And Jotaro right. realizes that he's moving inside the photo. So he tries ripping it up, but that rips mm -hmm. them. Yeah, Josuke tries yeah, ripping Josuke it up. Yeah, Josuke tries ripping right. it up, but that rips them. Also, Josuke is like, what, what is the affiliation between uh, Kira and his dad? And I'm like, jo Josuke, who do you think taught Kira to kill? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think nature he versus did nurture because well, isn't at the end Kira's dad is just like 
yeah, you've always been a killer, but I support my son no matter what he does. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I mean, yes, but like, okay. So Josuke mends the photo back together and mends them back yes. together. Can't Josuke use Crazy Diamond on the old man in the photo to make him find peace? Or is that not how ghosts work? I don't think that's how his stand works, and I don't think that's how ghosts work. Man, okay. <laughs> um, so I had, a, I had a question that was like, if they leave like the area that the picture was taken mm-hmm. in, They'll be okay, right? <laughs> no. No, they can't. <laughs> so basically what happens is Koichi and Okuyasu catch up and they're like, hey, there's a stand attack. Okuyasu tries to run into the room and basically teleports to the other side of the room and crashes into the screen door, like the glass door, like a dog. <laughs> Just like a small, yeah. stupid dog that doesn't realize that there's glass there. Um, yes. And basically, now the room that was captured in the photo is in, I guess, kind of its own like dimension. I guess because yeah. Koichi like tries yeah, to put like his parallel hand, liminal dimension. Yeah, Koichi's hand just kind kind of like disappear as he like reaches into the re- range of the photograph. And it's a wall, like, they're trapped, Jotaro and Josuke are trapped inside the bounds of the photo. Mm-hmm. Josuke, um, wants to do something to beat up on this old man and, like, get out of the picture. But Jotaro's like, yeah, I, we can't do anything. Like, he's in control right now, so I'm yeah, giving up. I'm done. All right. <laughs> nice I'm knowing done. you. This is not worth the effort. <laughs> yeah. And it's at this point... Um, Kira's dad t- like takes a knife and in the picture decapitates Jotaro and Josuke. Yes. Um, Jotaro's holding onto the picture, and right before the knife like makes its way over Josuke and cuts his neck, he puts the picture in front of the camera, but just where Kira's dad is sitting. Yes. So now Kira's dad is trapped in a picture and can't get out, but. Josuke and Jotaro are free to roam. Yeah, so it, literally nothing was captured in the photo but Kira's father. So now he's just in a photo by himself. Right. Jotaro tapes it up, nail, like pins it yeah, to like the, folds the it, post in the house. Folds it shut, tapes it up, <laughs> pins it to the board in the house. And he's like, well, that um, was easy. Yeah, Jotaro tells Josuke to have, like, a one-liner ready. I forget what it is, but I'm like, all right, Josuke, got him. Yeah, it was... Got him real good. it was basically... (laughs) kind of lame. You didn't scare us at all. (laughs) Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was so... I wasn't nervous at all. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha. Yeah, got him. (laughs) Um, And so now they just have, like, a massive clue. In... Like, the fact that Kira's dad is, like, trapped in a picture. <laughs> they can do whatever they want oh, to wait, him. There was a really good line from mm-hmm. earlier of Okuyasu. I forget what Okuyasu says. But basically, he's trying to figure out, like, why the room, like, why he can't get to them. And Kira's father yeah. just says, if you're as dumb as you look, you don't need to think about it too hard. Yes. <laughs> 
How does it, literally every person just know on sight that Okuyasu is a dumbass? Aww. Poor kid. <laughs> He's Ed with one D yep. out of the Ed, Ed, and Eddie bunch yes. here. <laughs> Which we will see is very much true in just a minute. Because now that they've beaten um. Ghost Ed... They get back to looking around at, like, the house, and they find another bow and arrow. Yeah, they split up into two, like, teams, Jotaro and Josuke and Koichi and Okuyasu. Koichi and Okuyasu are in the room with the camera where they pinned Kira's dad, and they're looking through a box, and Kira's dad starts being like, oh, it's so cramped in here. I can't breathe. I can't even breathe. (laughs) Okuyasu starts, like... Koichi's like, oh man, maybe we should like let him out just yeah, a little bit. Yeah, apparently the dumb is rubbing off <laughs> on Koichi. Okuyasu's like, Okuyasu's like, ghosts don't need to breathe. <laughs> and so he's like, I'll, f- I'll, <laughs> I'll help you out. I'll put some holes in the picture. And he just pins the. Yeah, more. he just puts like twenty more pins in the photo. Um, Okuyasu's laugh <laughs> right after this is just so good. So good. um and it gets i forget how but um he he actually ends up so basically what happens is after okuyasu puts all the pins in the photo the father's Mm -hmm. like ah you know like yeah you might have done your dumb little joke but now i realize you've pinned me to the beam in the house like i know where i am in the house Mm. and he makes like some noise in the photo and okuyasu is like fuck i think he escaped somehow so he's like jotaro yeah he goes he goes to jotaro and is like yeah yeah jotaro he escaped because he's not responding anymore that is a step i that that is a step i did not expect him to take (laughs) who okuyasu or yeah checking with jotaro first Uh, good I thought he was. I thought he was just gonna open up the picture before going to Jotaro, um, but they open up the picture a little bit just to make sure he's still yeah. in there, and um, and then he escapes. The he he like slips in out. He somewhere, uses like some string back to in. like pull himself away. Yeah, slips into a crack in the wall, grabs the bow and arrow, like the you know magic mm-hmm. stand making bow and arrow that they had just found takes that away and then gets a gets a bird mount and just flies away. Yeah, he like wraps the string from his pajama yeah. shirt around the neck of this bird so the bird is now dragging yes. him around. Um Okuyasu is beating himself up just a little bit because he let him because get he away. He did a dumb thing again. And Jotaro's I mean, to be fair, he really didn't. Don't don't trust the ghost dad. <laughs> and Jotaro says, no, he won the battle of wits. To be fair, Everybody it's not does. hard to be a stronger mental opponent against Okuyasu specifically. Yes. Um, I thought that the arrow that the Speedwagon Foundation had at this point was a fake, but it turns out there's duplicate arrows. Yes. There's multiple stand-giving arrows. That makes more yes. sense. And it's at this point that we learn 
that Okuyasu's brother got the arrow from somewhere else, mm -hmm. but Kira's father must have gotten the arrow from Enyaba or from someone who knew Dio. Yes. Um, so he's sailing through the sky on this bird. Mm -hmm. And he's holding the bow and arrow, and he's saying, and this is where he says, you know, you're, you've wanted to murder since you were my son, and since you are my son, I'll support you, like, I'll cover you and make sure you can essentially be happy murdering yes. people um, as long as I can. Um, the bird takes him past uh, Hayato's house <laughs> and shits on the mailbox. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, it's at this point that Kira, as Hayato comes home... No, Kira... Starts acting... Yeah, he starts acting no, no, totally no, no, no. different. Um, one second. Yeah, Hayato is the kid. Oh, okay. I'm trying. Yeah, let's just keep calling him Kira. Yeah. Yes. I believe it's So it does it's at this point Kira comes home as his new identity. Yes. Starts like cooking dinner, you know, like basically acting so out of character for like this deadbeat husband. Well, the wife is being and like shitty and just being like, "Oh, I you know, I got you a thing of ramen, but I know you're too like mild-mannered and boring to ever actually like speak up to me." So just right. eat the food in silence like you always do. But Kira makes... Yeah, he starts cooking. He makes food for her and for yes. him. He doesn't make any for the kid, which is a little funny. <laughs> I don't actually know if he knows um, the kid is there. Because Hayato shows up earlier and just kind of like right. goes to his room. Because the mother like... Yeah, bye mom, I'm gaming. Yeah, the mom makes a point of like, you're not even going to say hi to me? Yeah. He says hi and closes yeah. his door. Typical dysfunctional <laughs> family. Bingo! <laughs> um, and, um... A, take a shot for a dysfunctional JoJo's family if you're playing along at home. <laughs> um, please do not black out. <laughs> Sip responsibly. Literally every anyway. JoJo. Like, every time they introduce a new JoJo. <laughs> Just slug one back. Um... Because let's not forget, Josuke is palling around with his nephew. Yep. <laughs> who is 10 years yep. older than him. At least four, 12. 12. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so um, the next day, right, the landlord comes up to the door and is like, hey, you haven't paid rent for last month. Yes. Um, and so... Um, the wife is like, hey, like, you know the combination to the safe. Go get, go into the safe and, like, get yep. the money so we can pay the landlord. And he's, and Kira walks up to the landlord and is like, I'm so sorry that I have not paid rent last month, but I hope this will do, this will do, this will do. Um, and he starts counting out last month's rent, this month's rent, then two months in advance. Yeah. But not before he touches the belt buckle, the, like, buckle on the landlord's bag. And I'm sorry to say that, Kira, this is also Praxis. <laughs> but, um, he is fully intending to kill that landlord. Oh, I'm sure. 
But um, he gives the landlord the money. Well, he gives the landlord and, his own money. As I believe. Yeah. Right. Not the money from the safe. Yeah. He, um, he and the wife blows up a little like, buckle. Have you, did you like steal, steal from uh, the landlord and all this stuff? And instead of being like, oh, my husband is so, so like abhorrent. She's like, oh, I think I'm actually romantic. He's about this man hot right now. now? <laughs> He's a bad boy. Lady, <laughs> you don't know the half oh, of it. Oh boy! How is how is Heartfather not a two-parter? Who can say? It's not because there's no part there's two, not. and the next episode is called something else. But like, so much happened. I mean, now we've got another person out there with a stand-making arrow. <sighs> Who could say what he's going to get up to? He's in a photograph. He's going to be, like, just palling around, like, on a bird the entire time. And? If only Chili Pepper was still around, I feel like they would get up to some antics. Wait, so they have to look for a bird trailing around a picture of a man with an arrow now. In order to get to Kira eventually? Yes. Well, they do also have the dead body (laughs) of the unidentified man. Right. And that's really it. Actually, I don't even know if they have that. Was that blown up in the explosion? I think, I think it might have been because it's evidence. Could have been. So yeah, right now. But I, I don't think they showed it either. Yeah, right now. They have nothing to go on. Wow. Curious just out there living his best life. <laughs> yeah, best life is... Um... Having to have had... A little suspect. Having to adopt a wife and child. <laughs> that is the best way to put what he just did. He adopted a whole yeah. family. And he has to keep it. I guess. I guess he does. I mean, you can't do anything to fuck up the cover. You've got no more second chances, really. Right. Right. Oh, that's... That's incredibly correct. <laughs> Okay. So yeah. Wow, he's really in for it. We're really, we're in, really for in for it. We're really in for it. We're we're more than halfway done now. Well, we were before, but now we're oh, still yeah. more than halfway done. Yeah, we are. I love these episodes. I think things are getting like they're yeah. ramping up really quickly because like the set before this was like, you know, a nice this the way this is paced is really like satisfying yeah. to me, you know? I mean, yeah, we only have three more podcast episodes in this like arc in wow. Diamond is Unbreakable. That's a little unbelievable. Yeah. Like we we're more than halfway and we've like seen the killer for like just over two episodes. Yeah, we just basically. learned the killer queen. And we just had a compli- <laughs> Yeah, and we just had a complication of the killer's father now being involved. <gasps> yeah. This is, I like, I love this it's season. Really, it, it's really, it's really good. I still, I still love part Oh three, yeah, no. Cause like, but like, I think storytelling wise, I like this one a lot more. Yeah. Like I said, I really love because, like, part four and I still really love there's, part there's four. There's a theme. Yeah. It's, I have nothing else to say about it. I'm very excited to watch the other episodes. We still have a lot to go through. 
We, yeah, we these do. These are a long 14 um, episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess for next week, we're going to be watching... Um, or not, not next week, next episode, we're going to be watching 26 to 30. Yes. This will be the last. And then... So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's five episodes are, of JoJo's. Yeah, you are welcome to support our show, but I think in this instance you should seek out a charity or something else supporting Black Lives Matter um, at this time and give your money to that instead. Yes, give your money to an actual cause that's not just getting me a better microphone. I don't need it. Other people need the money. Yeah. Um, there are more pressing issues yes. right now. And if we had any revenue that we were earning from this show, we would be donating it. So, um, also educate yourselves. We're, I'm, we're not going to do that for you. We're both not black. <laughs> so, um, yeah, until next week, next week, we should, we should not make this weekly. I think we'd have to cut down our episode count if we needed to make this weekly sorry these episodes are getting a little long there is a lot to discuss um but they won't be this long for very long all right sounds like a threat um (laughs) we're just gonna be doing less in a couple episodes it's fine but uh until two weeks from now do your homework we'll see you then bye you can also say bye no goodbye